Hey, I'm Dre Vera, and this is SEO in 2023. Dre, what's your number one SEO tip for 2023? My number one tip is dominating page one on Google with video. With video. Okay, what does that mean in practice and how difficult is it? It's not that difficult, but I'll tell you this. This is what I'm talking about here. Cause you know, being on page one is awesome, right? But only more pixels on page one is even better. You can have your page one ranking with your blog, but when you have a video pop-up, you're taking up so much more pixels on that page. You are taking so much valuable real estate. It's even, it's, it's just so valuable to have that much real estate. Not only that, if you optimize your videos correctly, you can even get the timestamps in there, which will give you more space. So dominating the pixels on page one will get you that click-through rate, get you that authority, get you that expertise. So the timestamps in there, is that a section of the video that you're talking about? Yes. I mean, you can actually do this with schema and stuff like that, but you can also have YouTube do some auto chapters, you know, you know, just kind of auto segments it and pull those chapters. And those, those actually will translate into the Google SERPs. Aha. Uh -huh. So does that mean then it's essential for everyone who's serious about ranking video on the SERPs to do that? Yes. Or at least have it turned on. Have it turned on in Google to do auto chapters. Because you sometimes see people may have it off. So if you have it off, make sure you actually add them in and with some very, very keyword rich headlines and timestamps. Or, you know, just have them have, auto, have Google do the auto chapters. So is there a certain type of Google uh, is there a certain type of video that Google like for this? I mean, do they like a certain length of video, a certain answering question type video, uh, a certain style? Yes, there's definitely some more of the answering type question. Like uh, one thing you can do is look at the Google SERPs again. This is like what you should always be doing. And if you see a video carousel on there, you have a very good chance of getting your video ranking. If you see on the second page or third page, you see a little strangling one video there, do a video and you'll pop up a carousel and you'll ha you know you can also have a good chance of ranking. Okay, okay. So pop up a carousel. So that means include your video alongside other videos as the answer to that question. Yes. I mean, like again, if you do your research and just see it's on there and then for the most part, I mean, I'm just speaking from personal experience is that when my videos are have been long that have been ranking, they've been at least 15 plus minutes. And what I'm doing is I'm actually taking my SEO optimized blogs and converting them into scripts. And so it's like the exact same content that I'm actually putting on camera and on video, adding my, you know, everything you do with, you know, video optimizations when you actually have your video production, when you actually throw words on the screen, you have your, you know, a very high quality video. And then that's exactly what I'm doing. And I'm getting both a video and my blog ranking on page one for the, you know, for companies right now. One of this, one of the things what's going on here is that I publish them at the same time. And so is it, you know, is the blog, is it blog helping the video? Is the video helping the blog? You know, is it a chicken or the egg? Because I'm always publishing both and both actually get on there on, uh, you know, twice. So that's definitely something you should check out. Okay. And the videos that you produce, um, is that uh, solely for, um, with a view to ranking them on the SERP? Or is it um, just as much value that you're getting from these videos also generating traffic directly on YouTube itself? Yes, definitely. It's both. It's when you look at the video, it's not only ranking on just on Google, but it is ranking on the top three within the top five of 
YouTube itself. And then, yes, this, this is really, really helpful information. This is stuff that people actually want to hear and want to see for people to like stay on longer to watch you know your whether it's on, on your page again these are some certain things that you can actually implement on your page as well like the schema to actually make them pop up it's, it's more important than ever because i mean right now google just even put out the video index reports right like in, in google search console you can now they actually are paying attention to which videos are being indexed in search so let's drill down into specific optimization tasks that you recommend for individual videos. I mean, for instance, um, what format of titles do you recommend? What format of description? And also keyword research. Is that essential as well? Yes, yes. Again, this is something that I've actually turned into from a blog, doing my research of doing an SEO optimized blog. And seeing if it works the same practices, if Google can like you know possibly even see that as well within the video. Because again, I'm using... Um, perfectly doing you use your tool of choice of your content optimization choice you know get your blog ranking and then do that exact same thing same thing within the video and it's it's working like gangbusters right now but like at the same time it's not just like that may be just tactics but the value of owning more real estate on youtube or on, on google is just so valuable Okay, okay. And um, I mean, specifically, what type of keywords work best for this? Are we talking about fairly long tail keywords, informational type queries? No, no. I mean, well, my queries have, have our questions, but the keywords I'm ranking for are just regular keywords. You know, like these, these are actually like keywords. I'll start off as the, the what is sort of how to's, right? What is, for example, cloud infrastructure security? Like that's something, you know, it's a question, but if you search like, you know, Google cloud infrastructure security, you'll see like you know, the blog or even the video, both ranking on there. That's something like, and there's some times too, when the competition is higher, let's say like VPN alternative. That was something where I had, you know, both ranking at one point and then, you know, it kind of faded off, but you'll, it kind of, the SERPs like fluctuate. You can see it pop back in, pop back out, but you know, it's the, the blog's always there, but the video will pop back in and out. So, and where do you lie on these zero volume keywords? Because if you go to tools like Answer the Public, also asked, uh, you can you can see you can get great sounding keyword phrases, but um, if you put them into different um, keyword tools, they indicate that they don't get any search volume at all. But that's not necessarily the case because that's reflective of um, what's happening in page a lot of the time. So, do you test trying to rank for zero volume keywords, and does that actually bring in any, any traffic to you? I'll tell you this, with zero, at least zero trust, uh, long tail terms, it's you, the way you can test this, you schedule yourself a live on YouTube, and then you'll, you can, because Google loves just showing these lives instantly on the SERPs. And if it's long tail enough, it will pop up on there. You know, zero search volume words, there's long tail. But if you just want to test something out to see if it'll actually like, show up, do that first. Schedule live within your YouTube and then see if it shows on the results. That's a great way to also see if it'll, you can actually take up vid use video to take up more real estate. But for the most part, I'm going all in. Like when I see a keyword that I'm actually going after, my my strategy now is to make sure I have a video to complement it. Okay, okay. Now, I remember ranking on YouTube a long time ago. I mean, I was first on YouTube back in 2007. Um, I used to have the number one video on YouTube for internet marketing and for digital marketing. And I've got videos, you know, kind of well over 100,000 for, for that kind of um, keyword phrase. However, that was 10 years ago. And nowadays, there's much more competition. YouTube's algorithms have moved on um, mm -hmm. in that... Um, 
certainly for YouTube itself, um, it wants you to build up a, a certain amount of authority and history on a channel for it to be willing to recommend your videos to other people. So that's a long way of saying, does the same sort of algorithm and history and authority, is that something that's also important for ranking videos on the SERP? I believe so. I believe this is like having at least your, your account has to be at least strong enough to display on SERPs. They play, have Google displayed on SERPs. One of the things um, you can check out is when you have one of the one of the things that I always do is like always tie like when we talk about like the knowledge graphs and tying entities together. One of the way one of the things I always tie my videos in with, let's say a blog or whatever like that. You can include videos within your press releases, right? And those get massive distributions, and that's another way because you know. Ranking on Google is, you know, backlinks count and then getting backlinks to your YouTube videos, you know, that counts too. And is there any particular niche that this works best for? Is, is it um, business to consumer or is it just any type of business that can take advantage of this? I, sp I mean, I'm speaking from business to business, but I've also done it for like even my personal branding stuff. Like I've been testing stuff like out there. So it may be uh, something that you, you know, it can work for any, any, any company, but I mean, or any type of industry. But one of the things they should, again, this is more of like very educational queries. I mean, again, this is like for people like looking for an answer and it comes up. And I, I really believe that, you know, Google can just see the content within each video. Just, just you know, and it just pulls it up and it's ready to serve you up. So that's why I believe timestamps are very, very important too, because you're just even helping Google even more. And, and what ideally does Google want to happen? Does Google want... Um people to view an embedded video on the SERP? Do they want them to click through and actually land on YouTube? Um, what's the ultimate goal here? Well, the ultimate goal is to you know, take up, for me, is to take up more real estate so they can they can either find me. So it's a brand builder. Yeah, so if my blog doesn't stick out on page one, they're going to see my video. And one of the things right now, too, that I feel that's even deeper into SEO 2023 uh, is that's short form like vertical videos it's gonna blow up i mean they're already indexing tiktok videos on, oh, on the on SERPs. serps yeah on the serps there's tiktok videos on there so this is something that's already they're already testing and i just feel that it's gonna go big become bigger and bigger because even right now the the short algorithm within youtube they've been promoting you can easily garner millions of views thousands of views posting shorts so i feel that they're gonna start you know trickling that all in within the google serps itself Interesting. Okay, because I remember when videos first appeared in the SERP, you used to be able to see video from other third-party services, maybe mm -hmm. Vimeo or um, mm -hmm. other services that were more po popular at the time. Um, I think it was Blip and Brightcove and services like that. Um, but obviously, YouTube is fairly omnipresent now, mm -hmm. um, and you just don't know if it's the fact that YouTube's so popular or Google is a little bit more likely just to want to feature videos from YouTube. But um, you're saying that it is possible now to actually incorporate videos from other sites apart from YouTube. Yeah, TikTok is, I can see it already. I mean, you can search some, some of your favorite TikTok influencers. Their videos show up as a TikTok carousel on YouTube. So again, people, I mean, like every company is becoming like a media company. Like if, so people are starting to put up more videos. So the way to optimize them to make sure more people has visibility, you got to get it on there on Google. You know, upload it, upload your video wherever you can, whether it's TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. I mean, I know there's even for other channels i feel that you can at least see them within the video tab <laughs> if you go in the video tab you'll see you can see all the different other places where you see other um you know where they're indexed even on pages because you'll have your actual pages show up on the video tabs for sure but i do kind of think um you know youtube is kind of like a little more gives you a little more benefit to ranking you know your video on page one of google but you know you still can have you can still have your own page rank with it when better videos 
Should every brand be on TikTok? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I heard the cogs ticking away there. What's the answer going to be? <laughs> I mean, it's so funny because, I mean, even right now, like, I'm, I'm getting so much... Because, you know, I do a lot of the videos within my company and they're like, hey, how come we're not on TikTok? How come we're not on TikTok? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it just depends on the business. If your crowd's there, do it, right? I mean, if, if you can have the fun part of it, you know, if you can tie in maybe, like, you know, how a lot, a lot of companies, B2B companies will use Instagram as more of a, a place for company culture and stuff like that. You know, maybe there's a, there's a, there's a place for it. But again, video, if you want to get noticed, use video. I mean, obviously, brand's important, and there are always going to be types of marketing that isn't possible to directly measure. But on the other hand, you've got um, people in charge of digital departments that are used to measuring absolutely everything, and they're going to be asking you the question, what's the ROI of this? What's the ROI of getting these videos ranked in the SERP? Can I not measure some kind of click-through? Can I apply some kind of visibility of the brand? Can I take some kind of ROI from that and assume that people are actually going to come through and visit my website because of it? What would you say in response to that? Be sure to use your UTM, your, your tag your URLs. We've, I've actually worked with influencers too, influencers, and then they post YouTube videos and I'm getting leads and clicks from their, just from their, our links in their descriptions. And they're using, we can see it coming in because the, the UTM parameters that we're seeing. So it's like, I feel like companies should start building, you know, content creators is, is huge, right? It's a huge economy. Content, content creating economy is huge. And I feel more B2B businesses are going to start hiring content creators. There's a certain style when it comes to content creators, when it comes to like the content that's created. It's like, you know, it's that has been, builds that relationship with um, people. And I feel that that content creator style can also bring that, that connection between you know, potential customers, which, you know, it's, it has, we've, I've actually been, you know, using as well. Okay, so you're basically saying include lots of decent, relevant calls to action links within the description of your YouTube videos and UTM parameters on there as well. And then you can actually track that and people will click on those links. Yes, yes. Because I mean, what I, I'm curious because I do hear when we hire influencers and you know they say click the link below and stuff like that. It's like they're clicking the link below. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, we, we, we're seeing them come in. We're seeing like the leads come in with you know their particular channel. Uh, just from a, a UTM tagged URL. Oh, Dre, you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023. Now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So I want something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive, something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023. SEOs should not be leaving out no search volume keywords. Uh, this is something that I get into like debates with all the time because I mean, you can, you're missing out on opportunity. Like this is something where I build like certain, like when you do your research in the B2B companies, when you look at Gartner or Forrester reports and you see the terms they're using and you are an SEO that knows that these are going to be terms they're going to be using and you go after those, you'll, by the time the industry caught on, you're already on page one. So there's also the, that's one way to go after zero, uh, zero term keywords, but the other zero term keywords I'm also referring to are the ones that you see the impressions on your Google search console. It's like, oh wow we're getting a bunch of impressions here and you know we're on page uh, two and then you know and other third-party tools are telling you it's zero so you don't go after it it's like uh, you missed opportunity so just use your instinct as to what keywords you should actually be targeting for even though it says zero volume use your first party data first party data that's what it is so, 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 so talk to people internally, talk to your customer service teams, your sales teams, talk to your customers. Yes, yes. Guys, do not. 
Trey Devera is head of growth at Twingate and host and producer of the SEO video show. And you can find him over at Dre.me. Dre, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023. Thank you, David. Thank you, Majestic. Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book, over at seoin2023.com. We'll be right back.